Hello, hello there. My name is Maury with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two ears. It's time to fight the House of the Dragon at the Clash of the Castle. As always, I'm with my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's good to see you, Corey. It's good to hear you as well. We're here together in the studio for another amazing, another blinding, another captivating episode of The Real Show. Are you, are you ready to get stuck in, Corey? I am. Perhaps you'd like to join us, fair listener, on our video version. That's right. We always have a video. I always plug this. It's the video version on our YouTube channel, The Real Show, yep. The Real Double mm-hmm. E L Show. Or if you're listening on Google, Amazon, Spotify, podcasts, anywhere to listen to our podcast, that's where you can find us. We'll be there. So for the listeners today, Corey, yep. could you perhaps fill them in on what we'll be what we'll be talking about today? Well, it's WWE's latest premium live event. Yeah, paper. We can call it pay-per-view now, you know. True. We can't call it pay for you now. It is Clash of the Castle, coming from where? Clash at the Castle. Clash at, oh, sorry, not Clash of the Castle. Everyone's just saying that. Clash at the Castle, yes. coming from where? From Wales. From Wales, from Principality Stadium in Cardiff, Wales. Correct. The first UK-based pay-per-view since, for 30 years, 1992, say, yeah. Since 1992 SummerSlam, headed by Bret Hart, Bret the Hitman Hart, yep. and the British Bulldog. Correct. You can remember... I'm yes. sure they can. I'm sure we've got an audience of people who remember 1992 like it with the back of their hands. Yeah. The WWE have come back in town, pulled back in town to Cardiff, with headlined by Roman Reigns and Scotsman, UK native Scotsman Drew McIntyre for the Universal Championship. WWE Universal Championship. However, we're going to go over the cards, yep. talk about the matches, give them a real rating, finish it with a wreck. How yep. does that sound? Sounds like normal, sounds good. Let's get it kicking off. Let's skip the pre-show. You don't yeah. need to know anything about the pre-show. It was a six-man tag that was won by the baby faces, so <laughs> it only ran for seven minutes, so not much to talk about. But the first opener was a women's tag match, a six-woman tag. Uh, the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, teaming up with Oscar and Alexa Bliss yeah. against the forces of the now christened Damage Control Yes. They were c- called Control for a bit. Now they're called Damage Control, yeah. which is the returning Bailey. Ding dong, hello, it's Bailey. Uh, Dakota Kai, the captain of Team Kick, and Eo Sky, formerly Eo Shirai, Correct. now under a new name of Eo Sky. This match was it was the right open. I feel like set the, set the pace, set the tone for an action packed start. It was one of the longest matches on the it card, was. clocking in at nearly twenty minutes. It was. It started off very spot heavy. Yeah. There was. It was a hard fought victory in the end. I feel like there was a lot of tagging in and out. It started. The crowd seemed to love Bailey. Bailey was so over. I know she was. She was. Uh, was she tore her ACL? Uh, she was out for like nine yeah. months. Something like she that. She was. It was last year. I remember it was yeah. a few months ago last year that she actually got injured and and was out for nine months and she got back and she was really hot with this crowd. They loved her. Even though she was trying to heal it up, they were just cheering everything she was doing. Every time she tagged in, every time she was shouting at them, there was just che- like they. She couldn't have done anything wrong, but she still tried. Yeah, they did the classic UK chant of you know, hey hey Bailey, ooh ah, I wanna know if you'll be my girl. They did that quite a few times, and Bailey would shout at them and tell them to shut up. Yeah, and say I'm not, I'm not your girl. <laughs> she said that. And then she went on a massive rant on Twitter afterwards saying, it was 2015, guys, forget it. You don't do that chant anymore. Then she started teasing them by, by 
she realised that right, they're gonna love everything I do, so I have yep. to heal up more. So she start she attacked her partner, and then she tag out again. <laughs> so they cheer when she get in the ring. They go hey, and then she just tag immediately back out. Screw them over a bit more. Play with the crowd, and the crowd were really UK crowds are different. Man. Yeah, we are. UK crowds are so hot. UK crowds are so hot for for anything basically. They'll cheer whatever. Not only did Bailey get some action, uh, Dakota Kai really stood out to me. I'm a big fan of Dakota. She's worked a lot with uh, my favourite Rhea Ripley. She's done a lot of matches with Rhea, a lot of matches in NXT, even against EO. They were in a takeover together. We know how good Dakota and, and EO are, and it's really nice to see them working as one, almost pulling off those double team manoeuvres and sticking it to the baby faces. Uh, Dakota had a real mean streak in this match. She did that amazing shotgun dropkick to Alexa. Did you see that? Yeah. She absolutely rocked her and just sent her right into the barricade. Alexa herself did that nice sort of spinning cannonball off the apron. Oscar was pulling out some cool grappling moves. Who was your standouts in this match? Uh, to be fair, I, I honestly, I don't know. But I think it's more because it's kind of expecting them to perform well anyway. Mm, this was the opening match, and you got yeah. to open strong, and they did open strong. Been very, it's been a long time since we've opened with a women's match on a pay-per-view. And this was Dakota and Eo's first pay-per-view. First pay-per-view match in main roster pay-per-view. Didn't we open with Bianca last pay-per-view? Yeah, we did, Bianca <laughs> and Becky. Sorry, <laughs> that was, I got my facts wrong there. The tag, women's tag, women's okay, tag. Women's go. tag is what I meant. Yeah. I went in women's tag. And without any belts online, no belts online. No. This was championship rules suspended. Yes. So when Bianca Belair was pinned by Bailey, yeah. you know it was it threw some bigger... Uh, Threw some big mangoes into the mix. Yeah. The finish of this match was yeah. because we had a, we had great uh, grappling, great wrestling all around by all six of these women. In the finish, it took all finishes from all three heels. Yep. Dakota ran in with that yakuza kick in yep. the corner. Bam! The Kayo kick, as it's called, taking out Bianca. Bianca doesn't fall. Uh, Dakota tags out to Bailey. Bailey's legal. Bailey moves in. She does the sort of. Uh, where she spins around the arm and does like a kind of a DDT sort yeah. of face plant. She calls it the rose plant, even though I miss Bailey to belly. But she did do it. She did it on Alexa, do you remember? She, in sort of midway through the match, Bailey hit her belly to belly and, and took out that got a pop yeah. and took out Alexa. Also, Michael Cole was all over commentary on this. I should mention the commentary. We had a three-man commentary booth. Yep. Uh, Michael Cole, Corey yep. Graves, and Byron Saxton. Michael Correct. Cole was from SmackDown. Corey and Byron were from Raw. No Pat McAfee or Jimmy Smith. No, because they're seemingly, at least this paper, not swapping people over all the time. Which was nice to know. It yeah. brought me back to the classic movie where you would have just a booth of three people you'd have yeah. throughout the rest of the show. Not swapping out depending on who it is. Right. They should do more of that, I think. I, I assume it's just because there's Yeah, Pat less, and Jimmy couldn't go travel. to the UK. Yeah. yeah, Pat and Jimmy didn't want to go to the UK. So Mike, uh, Michael, Corey, and Byron just filled him. Yeah. Which is nice. I brought me back to old classic Michael Cole, Corey Graves. Byron's acting in there for a bit of baby face. Love to see it. Especially when Michael Cole doesn't have an earpiece in his ear, doesn't have True. Vince McMahon shouting at him every yeah. minute of the day. He can actually, you know, give some great calls, which he did in this. Especially every time he was every time he was bad-mouthing <laughs> Bailey. Every time he was bad-mouthing Bailey. There was one point where Corey Graves said, they were doing the chant, they were doing the hey, hey, Bailey, the crowd. And Corey Graves said, who wouldn't want to cheer for Bailey or something like that? And Michael Cole said, I don't want to cheer for Bailey <laughs> or something to that effect. He said, like, who, who, who would? Who would want to cheer for Bailey? Because Bailey always shouts at Michael Cole. And she did as well. She did shout at Michael Cole on this. Their ongoing feud of Bailey versus the commentary team. 
There was a point where on SmackDown, in the build to this match, uh, because recently EO and Dakota lost their tag team opportunity against yep. Raquel, Gonzalez, and Aaliyah. During the build to that match, there was a point where Bailey wasn't on commentary. She was at ringside on the front row with EO and Dakota, and she was louder than commentary, but she was just shouting their ears off the entire time. She's such a... She's, I love uh, Bailey's Bay. I love Bailey. I can't say I can't say a bad word about her. She's absolutely fantastic. But okay, back to the finish. Yeah. Uh, Dakota nails the kick. Wham! Falls over. Uh, Bianca's down. Then Bailey does her finisher. Yep. Rose Plant. She doesn't tag Io, but Io does her. It's called Over the Moon Salt. I yep. believe it should be called like the Shirai Moon Salt or something like that. She did her, her Moon Salt, which always looks graceful. She did it twice. Did it once off the apron and then once in this. Hits Bianca, Bailey slides in for the pin, stacks her up and gets the one, two, three. The heels yeah. win. So we're, pro- we're projecting a Bailey versus Bianca match yeah. down the card, aren't we? I mean, yeah, at some point. I feel like they could do an entire match. I feel like they could do a Bailey versus Dakota, a Bailey versus. Uh, sorry, not Bailey versus Dakota, a Bianca versus Dakota, Bianca versus EO, Bianca. Because those, those two women are all title contenders in their own right. Those three women are just a, a stable full of title contenders. You could. You could the stake set us up for the rest of the year with those three one a month right set up bailey for for september october set up eo for november kai for december and we have a we have a perfect lineage and even you could probably have bailey win it i wouldn't mind seeing bailey with the raw women's championship probably never, will. she hasn't won it in a while yeah she probably will she hasn't won it in a while i'd love to see bailey win the raw women's championship off bianca that'd be great get the girls with the title do like an undisputed era get all the gold together love that because bailey did that with uh, sasha remember they got the tag belts, then they each won a singles one. Correct. Ratings for this match for uh, Control versus Bianca Alexa Rasuka? Uh, about a 7.5. I'm going to go with an 8.5. Okay. I really enjoyed this match. Really hot start. Next up, we have uh, Gunther. Yep. Gunther. Uh, the, the Intercontinental Champion. Correct. The reigning Intercontinental Champion, Gunther. Versus Sheamus, yep. with his brawling brutes, the ball, the brawling buddies, Ridge Holland and Pete Dunne, aka Butch. Yep. But Gunter isn't alone. No, he's not. Gunter arrives to the ring with, by the way, Gunter, big, powerful Austrian man, powerful chops, powerful power bombs. It's big. It's big men with big chests and big muscles doing what? Go on. Bumping me. There you go. Big meaty men. It's no, it's big meaty monsters. Big, no, no, it's big meaty men. No, it's not. I thought it was big meaty men slapping meat. They could also be big meaty monsters yeah. slapping meat. I will also take big meaty monsters slapping meat. Anything slapping meat. Yeah, bumping meat, slapping meat, chopping each other in the chest, getting all hot and red in the ring. Yes. Love to see it. Gunter, yeah, right. He's not alone with the Intercontinental Championship defending it against Sheamus. He's here with Ludwig Kaiser, his uh, bodyguard, manager, uh, uh, assistant. Uh, yeah. So the henchman, henchman. Kind of, yeah. Henchman. But Ludwig isn't alone. Gunther's found himself outnumbered by the brawling brutes' number advantage. Yeah. It's been three on two. So Gunther's got to even it out. And he's bringing in Giovanni Vinci, also yeah. known as Fabian Eichner, the third member of their stable, formerly called Ringkampf, now called Imperium, which they were called in NXT yes. UK and... And they were called Rinkamp on the Indies, which means wrestling in German. But now they're here and they're Imperium back, like right out of the pages of NXT UK. Obviously, NXT UK and NXT collided in Worlds Collide on Sunday. Yep. That was another pay-per-view. We won't be talking about that, but that did happen. 
So it's nice to see a, an homage to NXT UK here. It's Gunter uh, with Imperium, which is Ludwig and uh, Giovanni Vinci. They're together Austrian, German, Aust uh, Australian, not Australian, Austrian, German, Italian. Yeah. Three together versus an Irishman and two Englishmen. Yes. Taking on, getting on each other. In the, it was a brawl to start off. They got in the ring. They're doing this meme of Gunter and Sheamus are going to stand stock still staring while the henchmen brawl in the sidelines, right? While Imperium take on uh, Dunn and Ridge Holland. So all the henchmen brawl their way out the ring and then the match is on. And this match is 100 miles an hour, chest reddening, wincing, face kicking, uh, punching, chopping, slapping. This is stiff wrestling. This is this is almost like this is shoot fight, yeah. stiff in, stiff shots, and I couldn't get enough. Right, I couldn't get enough for the entire, and this and this was longer. This was yeah, nineteen was. minutes longer than the women's tag, which was only eighteen eighteen forty four. This was about nineteen minutes, nearly twenty minutes long. Apart from the main event, this is the second longest match on the card. Yes. And it delivers in every second. If people say that wrestling is fake, show them this match. Because this match is real. This match is the story of Sheamus, a man who, who he has won every title in WWE. He's won every belt apart from the Intercontinental title. And he's up against the immovable object, the brick wall you'll break your face on, break your chest on, Gunter, who is undefeated in, on the main roster, mind you. Well, undefeated now on, on SmackDown. Yeah since he's arrived on the main roster from NXT 2.0. Gunter has been slaying everybody, taking down Ricochet, taking down Drew Gulak, taking down everybody. It's up to Sheamus to see if he can defeat, and he, and he does the Sheamus, does not losing, but he gets a standing ovation by the crowd. His chest is, is chest is bleeding. Not only is it welted and reddened up, his chest is bleeding down his chest and eyes. It's, it's gruesome and brutal, but it's so... It's the epitome of what professional wrestling should be, and that's the heart of the story of the warrior. Is the story in the heart of the warrior? He never gives up. Every time Gunter chops him in the chest, bam! Is Sheamus? It's eyes oh, keep getting up, and he keeps getting hit, but he keeps getting getting up. And not only does it take one power bomb, which by the way lands awfully yeah. on the back of Sheamus. I don't know if that was intentional. They, they acted like it was. Uh, probably not. Like Gunter was attacking the lower back. <laughs> like he was. Like he was punching. He was he was kicking down there, stomping him. So we almost act like that was intentional. And if they want to intentionally botch a powerbomb, this is the way to do it. But only does it take one Gunter powerbomb, it takes a second. Yeah. It takes two powerbombs, but he can't go for the pin because Sheamus is still giving it all he's got. He hits a white noise. He tries to go for the bro kick. He does a, a Celtic cross. Yeah. Even that doesn't get Gunter. He keeps he slams his head on the announce table, tries to pull him through the table. Doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. You can see the struggle on his face. I thought he was going to start crying for yeah. Sheamus. He looked so into this match and into this fight. Like I hope those guys had a really big hug when they got backstage. And really embraced and really thanked each other because that was a bloody fantastic match. However, the finish, a lariat. He had a he had a lariat and yeah. pinned him. Like that's it was the story. There was an NXT match. I don't know who NXT UK. Sorry, don't know who it was against Walter. I think it was probably Tyler Bate or someone. Where they did a storyline of Walter injuring his hand. I think it was Pete Dunne. It might have been uh, because Walter couldn't land his devastating chop because yeah. the person was attacking his hand all the time. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it because he kept got the guy kept attacking his hand. But in the end, Walter uses his injured hand and does a massive chop, pins him, and wins. Yeah. 
And that's, that's, they almost did the same thing here. Because Walter was messing up his power bomb because Seamus kept going for the leg. So when Walter goes for that big lariat, takes him down and pins him, like that's, that's the bit. When a match goes that long, so furiously, for that long, it can end on anything. Yeah. And props to Walter. Sorry, I'm calling, I'm calling him Walter. <laughs> props to Gunter, man. He can win with anything. His finishers were a chop, a powerbomb, and a sleeper hold. Yeah. The, the three most basic wrestling moves, and this guy turns them into his entire deal. It's, not only does that speak to the power of, of Volta, but it speaks to his sort of longevity, and the, how he can make these sort of stiff strikes and this stiff style of working work. He's called the, he's called the ring general for a reason. Right? What would you rate Gunter versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship? About an 8.5. If I have nine, I'm giving okay. it a nine. That's fair. Really, really good. I cannot say it's but this was this may have been match of the night for me. If not for parts of the main event or maybe what's coming up. Uh, uh These first two matches were strong as heck. These were really good two matches to open on. You're making it sound like it goes downhill from here. I don't wanna say, but yeah, but these were these were <laughs> when you set the bar that high though. Yeah. When the bar is set so high, it's hard to co- it's hard to come up to that. True, true. I mean, to be fair, the next match, possibly. <sighs> I mean, what what well, next? You got Morgan and Shayna. Yes. Which is already a, a, a difficult one to do. It's been yeah. It's this was very heavily debated, despite the fact that. You know, the hard-hitting physical match yeah. of Gunter versus Sheamus had just got everybody really riled up and everyone really excited, right? Yes. And it went Sheamus for 20 is minutes. Like... It was a test of endurance, durability, yeah. toughness. And Sheamus is like, other than Drew, the closest you're going to get to a hometown hero. Yeah, exactly. From Ireland. <laughs> other than, other than U- Drew. United Kingdom spirit. And Butch. Yeah. The hard height, the heavy-hitting hard strikes yeah. of this match had really brought everyone to a boil. Everyone was super hyped. Sheamus got a standing ovation afterwards. It was an absolutely fantastic match. Yep. Really, really outstanding. I, I can't give it enough. Uh, I can't give enough points for what it did. Yes. For both, not only for Gunter, not only for Gunter's reign, but also for uh, Sheamus himself to True. really put him over in defeat. Talk about being put over in defeat. And then uh, here comes Shayna Baszler. Yes. Yes. And Liv Morgan. Shayna versus Liv. Now this. Uh, this was a very heavily, as I said, heavily debated match yep. because people weren't sure where it was going to go. Yeah. There was a screwy finish for Ronda versus Liv. Correct. People were very upset at that. Baszler is, was, people assumed when Triple H took control of the company yeah. from Vince McMahon, his stepson, Triple H, everyone assumed the rightful success, WWE, he's finally taken control. Things are starting to look up. Yeah. We're on a real high climb at the minute. That Shayna Baszler, former NXT two-time NXT champion, would return yep. to her dominant ways as she was on NXT. Yes, we had that for a fresh few weeks. She won yeah. a gauntlet match. She's set to be set up as a real threat to live and a challenge to live. The there was some that criticised the idea of Baszler losing again, but given the fact that there were certain seeds planted by Rousey's feud with the Authority, yeah, that happened. It seemed to be that uh, uh, Rousey's friends with Baszler that it had kind of gone that way of Liv criticising Shayna. She, she said in one of her final promos to Shayna, she said, oh, you're just a bootleg Ronda Rousey, Shayna. Yeah. You're no better than she is. There was there was, a, there was a story here of Shayna, someone that had sort of victory in the palm of her hand against Liv Morgan, 
but kind of but kind of screwed it up that she allowed Liv to, to hang around for a bit. Yeah. And almost to toy with her, but Liv took advantage of that and fought, fought from underneath like a good underdog babyface would. Yes. She proved resilient in the match, fought her way back into control of the contest. Uh, they, they, they booked a lot of Liv knows how to grapple now kind yeah. of thing. Liv's trying to outgrapple Shayna, and Shayna's, you know, the catch wrestler, the, the on-the-mat submission specialist. She calls herself the submission magician. She's able to pull out all these arm bars and different uh, versions of uh, joint holds and whatnot. And Liv is having to wriggle her way out. Okay. What do you remember of this match, Corey? I was just waiting, to, I was just waiting to see if you were going to name any more submission holds. No, no. I'm not Chris Jericho. <laughs> I'm not got my list of a thousand holds ready. Okay. Uh, I thought the match was all right. I didn't know where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. I... I in all honesty, probably would have preferred Shayna to win. Well, it was a David and Goliath yeah. situation. Um, obviously, if everyone's going well, Ronda's going to come back, have a rematch against Liv, and you're going to get Liv, mm. um, Liv Ronda again, which I assume is now where it's going mm-hmm. for maybe the next pay-per-view or uh, pay-per-view This was what maybe. Liv needed. I feel like Liv needed a legitimate win to sort of True. give her a conviction. I mean, it's Send not... Send her in the direction of where... The... Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Send her in a better direction than where the story was going. It's not been great. No. It's not been great at all. Hopefully this may end, end help endear her more to the to the fans than it had been. Not just, you know, her mob on social media. People who just tune into the show and think Liv Morgan's a bit of a wimp. Yeah. I mean, it's that's the thing. Because like, everyone wanted us to win. She won me in the bank. She got the belt. And now it's just been a bit... And then it's been screwy finish yeah. after screwy finish. She taps to Ronda but pins her... And people yeah. don't really like that because it because it doesn't it doesn't put her in that position of the babyface champion who has to fight from underneath and the way she did with Shayna, where she managed to finally get Shayna where she wanted to hit yep. the oblivion. She didn't. It wasn't a, more of a DDT than a flatline, which yeah. was nice to see because I always feel a flatline is just you know you just you just flat on your face. The DDT is at least she kind of spiked her with it, which is good and got over that the real pin on how you can pin Shayna one two three. Some of the better moments was uh, Morgan trying to use submissions on Shayna. They reversed yep. it a couple of times. There was the whole narrative of I'm Shayna Baszler, I'm the Queen of Spades, I can take out your arm like a like a chicken bone. And Shayna was really going for that injured left arm of Liv after what Ronda had done to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was, mm-hmm. it was all right. It was good. Yeah. It's just... A lot of counter for counter, a lot of catch yeah. catch can by Shayna. As far as a rating will go, I'm it's gonna get probably a seven. Yeah, I'd probably get about seven. Decent defence, what Liv needed, hopefully we'll have better. It's alright, it's good. But it's I'm just, expecting it's, better things. Well, yeah. This is, wasn't bad. This wasn't bad That's by what, any yeah. stretch of the means. It wasn't bad. I'm just expecting better from Liv going yeah. forward now, after this going forward. Well compared to what we've had, it's mm. it's alright. Next we have a tag match. Correct. It's Edge and Rey Mysterio, Hall of Famer Edge and yes. Rey Mysterio versus the Judgment Day which is Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Yeah. Ringside in each corner we have the son of Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. Correct. And we have the Eradicator, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. We all know I'm a big fan of I'm wearing a hoodie. There you go. We all know I do love I love a bit of Rhea. She's a, she's a slice of warm pie she is. So... Heading, going into this match, did you have any? Do you believe that this this could have been something bigger? Do you think that 
Edge and Ray versus Finn and Damien could have gone somewhere. It but went, it put a stipulation on it, maybe. It went pretty much as, as, expected, as how as I thought it would. Yeah, except yeah, yeah. for maybe one the detail. Aftermath. Well, part of it, I thought, but then the other bits but now... I wonder whether you think the same as I do. In dissolution. Because... First thing, Edge enters in a luchador mask. It does. Corey Graves says he's showing solidarity with Rey Mysterio, which yes. I thought was funny. Yep. Because they used to be a tag team back in we old did. day SmackDown. And they're reuniting the arena. Breaking out in a cry of Metalingus was amazing. They sung Edge's theme. Yeah. British crowds, again, another energy. There's another energy to UK crowds. They should do at least, if this isn't another advertisement, for doing another show in the UK at least twice a year. Yeah. Why not? That's why NXT UK got to so much of a success that it did when it in its short runtime, short six years, why it got so much of its success. Because the NXT because the UK crowd, pardon me, the UK crowd are so alive yeah. and feed into everybody and feed everyone. The energy is electric, you feel it in the chants, you feel it in the in the cries, you feel it in the emotion. Fantastic, amazing. UK crowds never change UK crowds. The UK just has something a lot when it comes to pro wrestling, right? Yeah, but the American crowds never have. There will never be a flat UK crowd in WWE's career, I don't think. In WWE's tenure, there will never be a flat UK crowd because nah. we just don't know how to do it. For some reason, we just we're we're depressed and sad six hundred three hundred sixty four days a year. But that one day WWE comes to town, we're we're the the hottest ticket. Right? Yeah, we're the hottest crowd. I wish it would have been there. Seeing those fan videos of everyone singing along to Edge's theme, doing doing the you know Buyakar Buyakar six one nine, it's it's great. Ray comes in with his son. Yep. They're wearing the matching yellow outfits. Correct. Ray's dressed like a dragon. Yep. Ray's Ray's got his dragon quick, you know, because it's uh, obviously it's Wales. Wales. Yep. Dragons. So he's wearing his Welsh dragon attire. Edge has kind of the dragon scales as well. Then out come the Judgment Day. I like the big. I like the sudden light. All three of them on the Judgment Day entrance more than the the singles one because the what Judgment Day used to do is Finn would come out. There'd be a light on Finn Balor. Damien would come out. There'd be a light on Damien. And then in the middle, Rhea would come out, and there'd be a light on Rhea. I like it when the lights all come on at once and they're all just stood there in a line. I think that's more impactful. Yeah, I mean to be fair, they are still using Edge's theme. Yes. They are still using other sides. Yes, they but are. But not without the edge, you think you know me a bit yeah. before then. Which, eh, they pay for rights for music. They're going to want to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But but Finn got a new <laughs> got a new singles theme on Raw he did. a week ago. Yeah. Rhea's got a new singles theme as well, but she's not played it yet. Well, she has for like one match and we heard a snippet of it. Yeah. And they've not released it. However, this match again, another really fun action-packed tag. It was a really, really fun action pack tag. It, it, was they, what, it was what you expected. Yeah, what you expected. A lot of double teaming, a yep. lot of on the outside. Yep. Rhea, sort of her, she's been the a bit of the X Factor. She's been involving herself and no one seems to have a counter for her. No one seems to have a counter for Rhea Ripley. But Rey Mysterio had one. Yes, he did. Yes. Whether intentional or not, he did. This is... The match itself, was, I think, was very, very good. Yeah. Uh, despite the veterans overcoming the interference from uh, Rhea Ripley and finally being able to put away the Judgment Day after yep. multiple 619s, which is a, you know, sort of a spinning yeah. on the ropes, your opponent's down, middle rope. You you spin through the ropes, hit them with a double kick. Edge hit one. 
Yet yeah, Edge is one, more of a five one nine. Yeah, but is he's what Corey Graves said, which yeah, I thought was Ed, funny. Edge is like six foot something. It's a bit yeah, harder for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a six one nine, more of a five one nine. And then Edge speared's. Um, there was a big pop for Edge's spear through yep. the ropes. Damien was sort of. There was a great spot where Ray crotches Damien on the outside, yep. and I could hear Rhea yelling, "I don't care if it hurts," <laughs> or whatever. I don't care what it feels like. It's something that she said. I popped for that. She was just shouting at them. I thought it was quite funny. Because they fought on the outside because but I think Finn had Ray or something. And Finn wanted to throw him into the barricade. Yes. Damien was looking to do, I don't know what, some kind of pile driver on the on the yeah. barricade or something like that. And then Ray split his legs and he cr- crashed in the, as Taz would say. In the yam bags. In the yam bags. In the yam bags. Got him in the yam bags. And there was a cl- dramatic close-up on Damien Priest's face. He's going, oh! <laughs> well, like, yeah, you got to see the impact, obviously. <laughs> Meanwhile, because obviously at this point, did Ray's... You the picture on, did you see the picture afterwards on Instagram? No. There was a picture, I'll, I'll send it to you after this. Maybe we can show it on the video version. Where Damien Priest has an ice pack to his crotch <laughs> and Rhea stood next to him like doing a face pump. Like, oh, this guy. Thing is, I need to, but at this point, Ray is slowly walking into the ring. So I need to show something while yeah, he's making yeah. his way in there. Ray gets in the ring yep. for another 619. There's, and then Dominic trips. Is it Finn? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Finn. Yeah, Finn yes. got Finn. Trips Finn Balor, who runs into a spear from Edge. Yep. Boom. One, two, three. Yes. That's, that's it. That's your It's lot. over. Done. That's all she wrote. Yep. Edge spears. I knew Edge and Ray were going to win. You know why? Not because they were the baby faces. Because Jessica <laughs> Carr, shout out to you, Jessica Carr, the ref, was refing this match. And every time Jess refs a match that Edge is in, Edge wins. <laughs> I know it happens because I've picked up on it. For some reason, every time Jess is refing a match that Edge is in, Edge wins. Is this like Maybe a, she's just a lucky charm. Because it's like a weird Ric Flair thing. Yeah, it is. Think Lil Nate. No, I think it was Flair where like he would wear a certain attire and he would always won in that attire. Oh, it's red. I think it's red-blue. Yeah. I think he'd win in blue but lose in red. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, every so you time. Know. Uh, so every time Jess is refing an Edge <laughs> match, you know Edge is going to win. Yeah. She's a SmackDown ref as well. She doesn't have much contact with, <laughs> with Edge. But she was here. She was. Then Rhea beats up Dominic on the outside. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, we've got we've got to talk about that bit. Yeah, that's where before. Rhea's being up Dominic outside, hits him with a clothesline, hits him with a punch, throws him into the barricade. She's his puppy. Then Ray flies through the. He does. There's like a splash. Flies through. The ropes and hits Dom, yeah. and then that hits Rhea and yeah. sends everyone into the barricade. And then Rhea and Dom are down, but Dom manages to get up for the finish. Yes. Then it's the baby faces in the ring. Yep. Dom, Ray, and uh, Edge. Edge. Then the heels are sort of gathering up uh, in the corner. Dom's holding for a little too long. I noticed he this. Is. He was holding, he was yeah. waiting to do something. He was holding a little bit too long. I felt like he would have done something. Well, that's and the thing. then what does he do? He, he hits Edge. In right, the yam, right in the right yam, yam bags. bags. Right in the yam bags. Yep. Kicks him right up there. Swift kick. And it's so, so swift his shoe came off. Yes. It was so swift his shoe flew off his foot. Yeah. Then Ray is like, what are you doing? Yeah, pretty my much. My boy, what are you doing, yeah. son? Help, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, that's my tag team partner. You don't want to hit him. And then and then Dom is like, well, I've got, so, I got something for you as well, dad. Pow. Gives him the Eddie Guerrero clothesline. Yeah. That was amazing. And then just leaves. Yeah. And that is... That is perfect, I think, because he shouldn't. People were expecting him to join Judgment Day because we're beating him up and things like that, and he's learning to like it or whatever. But 
he just leaves. He doesn't want anything to do with them or or his family. See, this is a thing. So, I expected a turn. Mm-hmm. I also, I also expected the Judgment Day to maybe at this point start to show hints of breaking up. That doesn't seem to be the case. Mm. Um, they still, at least currently, unless something happens on Raw tonight. Which, yeah, when we record this, recording on Monday. Raw, um, Raw comes out tonight, so we don't know whether that'll be true yet. They seem to be fine. Only thing with this is, obviously, this is leading to Ray and Dom at, like, WrestleMania or something. Yeah. Like, the big retirement match, whatever. What's Dom going to do during... Because Dom's, like, never won a match. Like, <laughs> never won a match. So <laughs> like some tag team matches. With, they were well, tag exactly. team champions. They were exactly. tag team champions for a so, while. So, like, what's... Is Dom going to just not, like, just interfere? Or is he going to partner with someone for a bit to get a bit of wins or a bit of heat? Or yeah. like, what's going to... How's that? I'm good to see it. I like Dom. I think he's great. Yeah, of course. But I'm just interested in what he's going to do to make him a bit more. Is he going to feel the edge for a bit? Are you thinking he might Ray? Ray, perhaps? I think well, they'll the save it. Was extreme rules. I think they'll literally save Ray until Mania. They yeah. won't do anything until then. So mm-hmm. he's got a few like Edge and maybe edge, other people. Yeah, but who Edge like... versus Dom. I don't think Dom's going to win that. I don't think Dom's going to beat anyone. This is what I mean. <laughs> Dom's just going to get in the way of. They may do just Edge versus Judgment Day because wasn't that Edge's mission to kill the Judgment Day? He's yeah. beat them like twice. Well, that's what I mean. He's beat he's beat Damien in Toronto. Yeah, and he beat them here. Yeah. So what? They're not they're not disbanded. If that's your mission, as you've not you've not you're not successful so far. I don't know. It's if if arguably they're in better states than they were previously because yeah. they were laughing and joking at you being kicked in the nuts. So I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you kind of got to see what happens, see what Ray does on Raw. I mean, he'll come out and cut a promo or something. Yeah, probably. Ray. Yeah, Dominic might get involved and say, "You're my father. You're supposed yeah. to be backing me, but you chose Edge over me." And that's why he did it. Because after he did the after he did the kick, he was like, "Why did you choose him? Why did you choose him over me? I'm your son." It'll be a thing of like Dom will say that always oh, his dad's holding back or whatever. Let him down. And yeah, I, I've, you know, you've always been my crutch or whatever. Blah mm. blah. You kicked me in the back. Yeah, because he, he did, technically. Um, blah 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 blah. I don't like you. I'm doing my own but thing. But I felt like the I felt like the judgment day probably, as I said, in better states now than they were. It was almost like a sort of lost the battle, won the war situation. I mean, again, they wanted Dom to turn. They were kept. Yes. They kept prodding him and going after him, and Rhea kept going after him. Uh, I mean, we are we are assuming that at some point on Raw, Dom doesn't just come out with a judgment day. <laughs> I don't think he will. <laughs> I feel like this is the way they don't think he will because he would have done it then, surely. He would have done Possibly. it at Castle if they wouldn't yeah. let him do it. But no, he didn't. He just walked off. And I felt like that was great because don't establish him with Judgment Day. Don't throw him right into Judgment Day. If you're going to do that, give it time. Give it time. Don't immediately do it. So I, that's why I felt like this was a much better state for not only for where the Judgment Day are right now but for where Dominic Mysterio is. Yes. Rating for this tag team match? Uh, so I'm going to give it 7. an 8. Point, oh. Well, I get the first one, but I prefer this more than a women's tag team match. I don't think I do. Oh, I might have done. I'll give it an eight. Rhea, I love Rhea though. I'll Rhea looked really hot. She looked really great. I like when she sort of slicks her hair back. She's got like a bit, not, not like a ponytail, but like a little sort of braid that she wears now. And she was wearing pants, so you notice. She was wearing shorts. We've previously. had this conversation. We have before yes. the recording. But While waiting wearing, for a meal. She was wearing pants. Yes. And it was sort of black and purple. She had the Judgment Day logo on it. They looked really cool. They were really stripy. And I really like them. I hope she wears them more. I know she says she wears shorts because they feel cooler. But yes. Anyway. She just like, well, she's just like wearing pants. Talking, talking about attires. Oh, yes. Seth, Seth Rollins. Seth yes. Rollins. The architect of the shield. Yeah. He's here. He is. And he's in a singles match yep. against 
Math, Matthew Riddle. He's back to Matt Riddle now. He's back to Matt Riddle. Yeah. People can look up those allegations now, as opposed to just Riddle. Yes. I'll let you handle this match, Corey. So I didn't watch it. Oh my god! Really? No, I was I was having dinner. Wow. Why did, why this pay-per-view started at 6 p.m. You could have had dinner and, and it, watched and TV. It, and, it, and it ran until uh, 9 o'clock. It did, yeah. You well, could have said Oh, okay. It ran until 9 o'clock. I think now and half nine. I see. I watched it next Yeah, you next watched day. it the next... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't I know. watched it live yes. from 6 onwards. And when it got to this match, I thought, right, main event's next. I can skip this one. Yeah, okay. I don't really care about this feud. So, well, I've just seen what I wanted to see in Rhea Ripley for nearly... Uh, probably more than 10 minutes. Essentially, Seth comes out wearing, again, what I assume to be a dragon-inspired outfit. Uh, I think it was an Elton John-inspired outfit, as far as I'm concerned. It looks a bit more like a devil. It's yeah. Got, it's got little horns and wings. Yeah. Um, but he comes out in that. He's, he's doing his normal thing, strutting his stuff. Mm. I assume he's kind of still... Because he wears an outfit like every paper, so he's kind of still the whole drip thing. But it doesn't really say it anymore. The drip thing? Seth Drip and Rollins. Oh, I thought that King, was Johnny... Mar- I thought that was John Morrison. They were, they were both... Uh, but whatever, King of Drip, they had an argument about it. Oh. Um, I thought John Morrison was Johnny Drip Drip. He was, but now he's left. Now he's so Johnny now, everything. Johnny everything. Johnny Impact, Johnny yeah. Johnny Superstar, yes. Johnny Mundo. Johnny, Johnny Hardy at one point. Johnny Hardy, yeah. yeah. Johnny Johnny Elite. Yeah. Johnny, jo- jo- Johnny, I don't know, Johnny Lamppost. Yeah. Johnny Backdoor. Yeah. Johnny Valkyrie. When are we going to see Johnny Valkyrie? <laughs> You're married to Ty of Valkyrie, <laughs> for goodness sake, John. Call yourself Johnny Valkyrie once. Um, and then out comes Matt Riddle in, like, Patrick Starr-inspired gear. I, d- I don't even... I didn't watch it. His, his, he, he was, like, wearing pink. No, no, he's wearing... But yeah, okay, you know Patrick Starr wears the green and... Yeah, green shorts. With the pink, like, flowers on it. Mm. He's wearing that. Oh, okay. And literally, he's wearing that. He had a, I don't know why he's wearing it. I don't know if there's a weird connection between maybe the creators of SpongeBob's Welsh. I don't know if he is or not. Or if he's just wearing Spongebob, Patrick. Famous yeah. in Wales. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he comes out, he's doing his thing. There was a promo on like Raw or something the week before where Seth calls, like, so you, yeah, your wife I divorced you or whatever. I remember that. Um, that was big heat. That was big. Not, that, was, that wasn't big heat. That was big pop. That was yeah. big. Everyone loved that. Because they want to talk about my family. Yeah. I think because... What did Riddle say? Riddle said something about Be- Becky or Riddle Rue said or that the only man in your in your um, wedding House is Becky. Yeah, is Be- yeah. And then because she's the man. Yes. Even then though Seth, Seth was said, also the man. Talk about my family. Talk about your family. Yeah. Talk about how your wife divorced you and took your kids, and now yeah. you've got nobody. Then Matt <laughs> threw down the <laughs> threw down the bomb. Yeah, he did. And said, "I'm going to find you. Yeah. And I'm going to mess you up, Seth Rollins." Yeah. And Seth Rollins was like, "Well, you can do that." Clash at the castle, baby. But no, I mean, the match was kind of what you'd expect. A bit bit on the aggressive side. They're both going at each other. They're both trying to finish it quick. Um, Essentially, Riddle goes for a couple of submissions, can't get him in. Seth goes for the pedigree, hits the pedigree, doesn't get the pinfall because he never does with the pedigree for some reason. And then... Blake's doing it. Exactly. And then Riddle uh, pulls in a submission... Goes for his, uh, what's it called? Is this it's just a choke? And it's probably got a name for it. Bro something. Everything, is it Bro Mission? That's what it's called. Yeah. It's Bro, everything's Bro. So he gets him out, Seth goes out of the ring. Seth leaves. And then Seth starts shouting at him again, the whole like, your wife divorced you. Rudolph gets really mad and is now out of the ring. He's charging at him, trying to beat him down. Seth hits a curb stomp. 
like everyone in this pay-per-view takes ages to go for the pinfall mm-hmm. and then goes on a middle rope and hits a middle rope curve stomp instead. So he just jumps off the rope, curves on someone's head, pin, uh, goes for the pinfall, gets a one, two, three. Every, like everyone takes ages to go for pinfalls on this. And everyone does. I think everyone did because I think Bailey waited until yeah. Leo had done the moon. So everyone is just sat there waiting for ages. Gunter was constantly waiting for pinfalls after hitting him with yeah. stuff. Um, but no, Seth. This Seth is won. like Clash at the Castle. Clash at the waiting for the pinfall. Yes, but no, it was a it was a pretty decent match. It was good. It was. Yeah, like, it I was going to say swift. It was seventeen minutes, but the ma- yeah, swift. <laughs> I wish it was. Swift. It felt quick, mm. but yeah, it was good. Well, it was Seth Rollins good. can make anything. Seth Rollins is like the master of the yeah. making long matches feel like quick matches. And also, because it's, it's always boom, go, stomp, yeah. going for the stomp, roll through. Duh, duh. Also, thankfully, Seth Rollins won. Yes, good. And he says, "I'll see you never, Riddle." Yeah. I hope so, Seth. I hope so. Go and win a belt or something. Yes. Uh, I would give it uh, another solid seven point five. Okay, I'm gonna You've just not go. Seen I'm, I'm gonna just go with a six. <laughs> okay, which makes it the, le- the, le- the lowest ranking thing so far. I think that's your least favorite match of a night, according yes. to you. Yes. Yeah, well, that's true. I think. However, I, I do have a Bleacher Report article here. Shout out okay. to you, Bleacher Report, who say that some top moments was. <laughs> yep. The original bro counted into a superplex. Yeah. Uh, into a Falcon Arrow spot. Uh huh. Into a Fisherman's Buster. Yeah. Love the wrestling jargon, by the way. I love no, you know, I love wrestling jargon. I love a wrestling jargon. What else they got? Rollins, Rollins attempted to use the opponent's bro Derek yep. against him, but Riddle narrowly kicked out at two. Yeah. Rollins said, "You're a loser." You hear me? Yes. And antagonized him, <laughs> insulting about his ex-wife and kids. Yeah. Then he did a draping DDT from Randy Orton. Yes, I forgot about that. He did. Yes, it is Randy Orton's move. Because Randy Orton is the mentor, best friend, yeah. brother, of former partner, former partner, currently injured partner, currently injured. Yeah, of Matt Riddle. So Matt Riddle is trying to finishes with the RKO and stuff, and yes. has been doing Orton moves to sort of pay homage to Orton. So Rollins has been doing those moves back to him. Yes. However, Seth wins. All good. Yep. Keep winning, Seth. Big fan, of, big fan of the visionary here. Also, can I point out, I like the fact that now every single week and every single say, uh, pay-per-view, Seth seems to be like the only one who's like swearing and is like, because he, he swears he swears in like every promo. He's also now just being like, he's like the only one that isn't PG. He's Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> it's like the only, it's like he's bringing divorced wives. Yeah, he's like the yeah. only one. Everyone's just like, oh, nice and kid-friendly. It's you personally. Yeah. And he's like, your wife divorced you. Everyone I've divorced else you. You're normal. a sad loser man, yeah. that riddle. And I'm going to stomp your face off. Yeah. I was like, I like Next, that. I like that about Seth. I think we've had enough talk because it's time for the main event. It is the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Yep. Drew McIntyre. Correct. The Scottish Warrior. Yep. The Scottish Psychopath. Yep. The Scottish Warrior is versus Roman Reigns. Correct. The head of the table. Yes. The tribal chief. Yep. The big dog. Yes. The Bergdog. The Boogadooga. The Bugdug. He's here. Correct. He's the champ. The champ is here. And he's on his own. He's on his own. No Paul Heyman. Because he's injured. No. Kayfabe injured. Well, Kayfabe, yeah. He's, he's, he, he, got, he was he, at Clash. He got put through a table. Yeah. Like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. But he was at Clash. Yeah. He was there. He just wasn't, he just wasn't on yeah. the screen. No Usos. No, because they can't travel. No, no, yeah, they can't travel. No Jane Jimmy Uso. <laughs> 
his bloodline. No Sami Zayn. No. Either. No for, de facto member of the... For some reason. Uh, he wasn't here. I honestly thought he'd sneak out the ring <laughs> or something. What I thought, that's the only option they have. Yeah, they've got to have Sammy short for interference because <laughs> yeah. he's like the honorary bloodline member of the bloodline. Yes. Drew McIntyre gets an enormous pop he does. for his entrance. The package users... Is it called Broken Dreams? Package uses theme? Broken Dreams. The package uses I'm Broken Dreams. I'm a bit disappointed that they didn't use it for his actual theme song, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's fair. He, ret- he comes out to his actual theme. He does. Big pop for his sword. He raises the sword. He's like, I'm the home... He's oh, not his hometown. He's not Welsh. He's it's Scottish. the closest he's going to get. Yeah, he's the he's going to get. And he's kind of like the... It's almost like the face of the UK in WWE. Well, he's, our, he's our only UK champion. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Though everyone thought that Tegan Knox would return in yeah. this pay-per-view, and she didn't, unfortunately. No. Even though I, th- I thought she would, either to join Damage Control or to challenge Liv. Yes. Unfortunately not. It's a shame because I really like Tegan. I hope she- I think she will come back. Eventually. I think she's, I think she's having visa issues at the minute. Yeah. Or, or, or injury because her leg's all messed up. However, out comes Roman. Yes. He's got both belts on. He's walking to the ring, confident. He gets in the ring. It's, uh, it is Lil Nate reffing. It Charles is. Robinson. Yep. Oh, so see that nice video on, is it on, I think it's on Instagram or TikTok or something, where Charles Robinson's walking around the street counting people's pinfalls. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. Like, people are just hitting moves on each other, pinning, and then here comes Charles <laughs> Robinson and, and, and counts it. That's what refs should just do. Yeah. Just be, be open to just counting pinfalls any time in your life. But no, I mean, it was a, again, it was a, it was a hard-hitting match. It's half an hour long. Mm. Nice hard hit and match. Loads of close calls. Loads of false finishes. Yeah. False finish city. Big Superman punches. Yep. Big slams. About big three or kicks. four. About three or four spears. Yeah, three or four spears throughout the match. Roman keeps trying to power up. Drew keeps stopping him somehow. Yeah. The action takes place in and out of the ring. Yes. Because Not- who is there, there are some figures at ringside. Yeah, where it's two. Tyson Fury, is the Gypsy King, is here. He's wearing he's a, just he's wearing a shirt with his face on it. Yes. Talk about promotion. He's just wearing a hat. Yes. And he is sat ringside yes. with his what, wife, children. I don't know. He sat somewhere. He sat somewhere he's, near commentators. He's, he's behind the commentators. Behind yeah. The commentators. And he stands up and gets a gets a pop. He does. Also, there is Callie on the cross. Is the yeah. former NXT. He's on the other side. Yes. He is um, the NXT champion. Which he's next to uh, his wife Scarlett Bordeaux. Correct. Which is fine, but also as soon as he showed Karen Cross, you knew immediately at some point he's getting involved. Me because, too. Because why I would you assumed, show him? Yeah, yeah. Why'd you hear? <laughs> it, they kept they kept him under wraps yeah. as well. People would say he's not going to be in Cardiff. Whatever. Yeah. I saw a picture on Twitter saying that he's arrived at the stadium. Yeah. It's like he must be here. They show him sitting ringside. on right. He's getting involved. Though. Yeah, so it is. Yeah. He's jumping in somehow. Yeah. He's in his sort of action clothes. Yes. Because what I think is really funny is Scarlett is sat there looking like the most beautiful woman in the world. She looks immaculate. She's got this really nice dress on. It's really sparkly, black and silver number. Her hair's all done up. She looks like, you know, um, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. It's really, really, really nice um, the outfit she has on. And Cross just looks like a, looks yeah. like he arrived in, he's wearing to the airport or yeah. something. Just got his shirt on. He's just like, all right, whatever. And he looks much better with hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did not like Cross Bold. I'm sorry. The I don't mind he his hair, I thought, you look much better now. He, but he just looks like a thumb. <laughs> this is carrying Cross when he was in NXT. He looks like a thumb. With hair, at least he looks a bit more handsome. It frames his face a lot, a lot, a lot more. <laughs> back, back to the match yes. of what I think of Karen Cross's hair. This is a, a, a long, 
tough bout for both these men. Yeah. You could really feel the emotion and really feel really feel the, the hard hits from both from both dudes. It, it takes it takes everything that, that Roman has. Yeah. The the crowd's love of, of Scottish Drew Scottish born Drew McIntyre was awe inspiring. Uh, the pop was great. The chance for after everything, after the entrances, after his offense, even when the tribal chief would be talking trash to him, he'd be uh, Drew would be fighting back with chops, with slaps, with with punches. They get they get into a few slugging few slugging matches across the way. Uh, Reigns grabs a mic halfway through. He does and tells Cardiff to acknowledge him, yeah. but Cardiff don't do it. Nope. And instead he cast he catches a headbutt. Thudding headbutt from Drew McIntyre down on the mat. There's a point where both men are down. Of course, Roman's frustrated. He's annoyed. He's he's expecting doubt. You could see it in his face. Roman is a damn good worker, and everyone's sort of pushing him off because he's beating everyone on the main roster now. But he's still a damn good worker. You could see the doubt in his face, like, oh my god, I'm alone. There's no Paul Heyman. There's no Usos. Yeah. I'm gonna be stuck here, and Roman and Roman's gonna beat me. Drew's gonna beat me. He was like backed up against the corner here because he knew that. He could, there was no one to help him. He was reflecting, he was questioning himself, what he needs to do to put away this monster of a man who is Drew McIntyre. There was more big men chopping me, slapping me, kicking me. Halfway through, both men are laid out after yep. Superman punches, after spears. Who comes to the ring? Austin, Austin Theory. Theory. With his Money in the Bank briefcase. And a ref. He's going to cash in and a ref. He's running down. The crowd's like, oh, no, here he comes. He goes to the outside official. He's like, cash in, cash in. Who stands up? Tyson Fury. Yeah. He gives him a KO punch from the Gypsy King. And down goes Theory. He's out in, out in one. Yeah. He doesn't even hit him, not really. He hits him in the back of the head. Yeah. Punches him in the back of the head. <laughs> and down he goes. And then Tyson's like, I'm just going to watch the rest of this match. Pretty there. much. All he needs to do, all he needed to do. Yeah. Then, then, then the biggest false finish comes because Drew finally nails that Claymore kick. Yep. But there's a kick out. There is. A lot of finish. This was like John Cena, Roman Reigns level of, I'm pulling out everything. I'm pulling out Avalanche AAs. I'm pulling out everything I've got to try and beat Roman Reigns. Roman tries to get in his submission, tries to get in the guillotine choke, can't do it. Tries to get in multiple Superman punches, can't do it. Superman punches on the outside. Yep. Throwing him around the outside of the ring. That the the storyline of the denying money in the bank cash ins continues. Does yeah. that continue? Carrying Cross throws a water bottle. Yes. Uh, I just thought I was a fan that did it. I was like, did someone just throw something at Drew? No, it was Cross. It was one of those. Also, it was one of those crappy Harrogate water bottles. I yeah. looked at it. One of those, uh, never drink that. That is like swill. I will never drink that water in my life. It's awful. It's it's it's. I don't know if I tell you that story, but I was on a train and I was given a lukewarm bottle of it. It was a hot day and I was given a lukewarm bottle of Harrogate water. Other water brands are available. Drink the other brands. Don't drink the one that I'm talking about. Yes. The finish came when, finally, after half an hour, when who should who should make their presence known? Well, it's Roman's cousin. Yes. The Usos' other brother. Other brother. Solo Sokoa. From NXT. Yes. He's in a cud. He's, he arrives as a hooded figure. He does. Drags the ref out. The drags. Uh, not uh, no, it wasn't Charles. It was some other guy. It was everyone. Drags some other guy out the ring. Yeah. So he can't count that fall after the after the claymore after the yeah. final claymore. Then 
Roman sort of does a switch around, does a yeah. spear, hits him one, two, three, counts yep. Charles Robinson, and Roman Reigns retains. Correct. This was the part I didn't like. Uh, I think this is the part most people didn't like. No. Nah. <laughs> not because it was... Because if this was for the... I guarantee you, if this was for the WWE Championship, not the Universal one, he would have lost it. Yes. Because I feel like there's a lot of... There's a lot of talk of network bickering that the USA Network wanted to want an active title on Raw or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought, right, if this was for the WWE Championship, not the Universal, not the undisputed WWE Universal or whatever they call it. Yes. Not for that, he would have lost it. Yeah. But because they need to keep Roman on probably until the next WrestleMania. Yeah. Or close up to that. Somewhere near there. Until, well, essentially, probably until Cody Rose comes back. Until Cody Rose can come back, exactly. Then here comes Sokoa. Sokoa leaves with Roman. Yep. Despite the fact that Sokoa said several times he doesn't want to join the bloodline. But he seems to have now. He seems to have now. Or Sorry about least... that, kid. You're related to the, to the Anawai family. You're going to be stuck in the bloodline. Just for this pay-per-view until they get back to America and then the Usos are back again. Yeah. And then the Usos <laughs> either turn on him or get rid of Sammy. What I think yeah. is going to happen. Probably. I think Sammy's going to go back with KO because that's what they teased on Raw. Yes. And then you're going to get Kevin Owens versus Elias versus Ezekiel versus Elrod. And versus Sami Zayn. Yeah. Because Sami Zayn's going to team back up with Kevin Owens. And Ezekiel's and dad. And Ezekiel's dad. After the match, yes. Tyson Fury gets in the ring. Gets decides the ring. to sing American Pie. He always sings that. Yeah. Then they sing Oasis. They sing... What do they sing? <laughs> they decide to lead the crowd in time. They feel like... They, they feel like this shouldn't have been broadcast. Yeah. This should have been when the cameras were off. Why? It was really weird and really eerie. There was no commentary. Yeah. They shut up. It was just Drew and Tyson Fury and the crowd awkwardly singing. And I had to watch it. And I didn't want to watch it. I... So initially, I thought Drew McIntyre was going to, like, headbutt Tyson Fury when we were Oh, singing. yeah, and the crowd had pop. Yeah, yeah. but it didn't happen. No. I thought he, I thought he was going to hit him. I thought Tyson Fury was going to punch Roman Reigns. Well, I, to be fair, I thought Tyson Fury was going to punch Drew when he got in the ring. Oh. I thought when he picked him up, I thought Tyson Fury was going to mm. deck him, but he didn't. And I thought, oh no, Drew's going to hit him. He didn't. Um, I, I get what they're going for because it's Tyson Fury's thing to win a boxing match and then to sing, mm. and the crowd loves it. But the thing is, that's Tyson Fury's boxing match. Tyson Fury's won. And it's Tyson Fury doing it. Drew, Drew McIntyre has lost. Lost, lost his title match. Yeah. Even though Tyson's like, oh, mate, oh, oh, Drew McIntyre, you may have lost this match, but you're still the champion in the eyes of these people. You see, also, I didn't like that either. I, I, I think that, well, he's not, is he? I think Tyson's somewhat motivational. I didn't like that. Cause, Tyson's cause somewhat motivational speech. It's it's Drew. He knows that. He's been fired by the company you've and come back. You've this destiny, yeah. Drew McIntyre. You've come back <laughs> and now you're going to come back and you're going to keep fighting again. And Drew's like, I literally gave this speech about yeah. a week later, a week earlier yeah. on uh, SmackDown. Uh, Drew knows this. He got fired. He came back. We've had this whole thing. Yeah, he gave the speech to Kevin Owens on Raw like yes. three weeks ago. I think he's already heard this before, Tyson. Yeah, but uh, the ending wasn't great. It wasn't great at all. I, like, I just want to mention that the Wikipedia article for this lists Tyson Fury as professional boxer and UK yes. native. Yes, it does. Just to make sure you didn't know what country Tyson Fury was from. Yeah. The your rating for this match overall. I'm going to give it an an eight. Uh, so do I. Which means that the highest match I've rated was Guta versus 
Save us. I think I think the highest yeah, mine. You may have deserved that. The highest for me is I think it was Gunter Sheamus and this. I'm gonna back Gunter and Sheamus as the best match of the night. Yeah. This coming in second, I yeah. think. Then I think then it's probably the women's tag that opened. Then Edge and Ray, yeah. then Liv, then Seth and Riddle. <laughs> Liv is my least favourite. Little, yeah, fair enough. Because I I watched for Seth match. For the weekly rec. Yes, it's your turn. Yes. Would you like to have a perhaps a guess what I'm going to what I'm going to recommend? Is it on brand? It's certainly on brand. Okay. It is uh, June fourteenth, twenty twenty one. Do you know what day that was? What day? What day June fourteenth, twenty twenty one was? Was it a uh, Wednesday? No, it was a Monday. Okay. Because uh, it was Monday Night Raw. It's Aria Ripley versus Oscar on yeah. Raw, June fourteenth, twenty twenty one. I will give it a eight point five. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.